0: Yellow and I don't mean the color, you're on the pod with Hannah, what's going on? Welcome back to Bards of New York, an actual play, Dungeons & Dragons podcast. We would like to thank you for listening, and encourage you to support us by telling a friend, finding us on social media, and watching us live on Twitch, Mondays at 6.30 p.m. EST. We appreciate all of your help, and we love you. Now, on to the show.
1: In. Welcome back, uh, and thank you for joining us for another episode, another weekly installment of Bards of New York, and our second season, the Regulus campaign in its first stage is Regulus Genesis. Uh, lots of interesting story beats uh, we're in the <laughs> middle of today that I, we will see how it pans out. But before we get to uh, any of that and dive deep back in, Just a couple quick uh, announcements. First, again, on the regular end, always, if you haven't and you're hearing it for the first time, somehow, definitely go check out our Discord. There should be links below, somewhere beneath us. Um, That's just where we, again, keep in touch throughout the week and uh, where all of you guys can not only give us suggestions, but just have a a hub, a place to stop and stay a while and chat. Um, And again, if you feel so inclined, you can always throw a subscription towards us on Twitch, because then there are little pockets of the Discord, little subscriber access only things to uh, jump into. Um, and I think that's sort of our, our general gist here. Hannah, any uh, any thoughts on your end?
0: Any um, interesting things? I will be guesting on Legend of Elos' Twitch stream this coming Sunday, and maybe uh, a following week after that, we'll see if they don't kill my character. Um, <laughs> it's not your brother
1: DMing, so
0: you should be okay. <laughs> I will be there at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's noon Pacific Time. We'll be sharing the information on our feeds as well. It's a really, really fun time over there on their Twitch stream as well, and they're really talented and really lovely. I'm very excited. And a wee bit nervous, but like, it's a good <laughs> nervous. It's giving me an edge. Uh, but yeah, come come over there on Sunday afternoon to support our friends and support me. Yeah.
1: Absolutely, and Legends of Atlas—they've been uh, a group that's been supporting us since the very, very beginning. They are good folk and good people. So if you don't know them, you definitely owe it to yourselves to check them out. Really. Um, only other thing to say, honestly. Uh, again, as always, we are, you know, still learning as everyone is, but this is the Barton York process is, is evolving and growing, and one of the things that we're looking at as part of our sort of goals, our stretch goals as a group, is to uh, look at some upgrades for our stream setup. And I think primarily the first thing we're going at is our backdrops. Because while these curtains have served their purpose dutifully and well for the for the uh, initial time period here, not only do we always trip ourselves up on them, every single time we set them up, uh, but we think we could just get them a bit flashier, you know, spice them up. So that's that's our like, Goal. Uh, if one was to put a financial goal in it, that's our, I think, number one port of call. So if anyone ends up feeling generous, know that any, you know, funds that ever get thrown in the bars in New York Way get put into a special vault uh, somewhere within the digital recesses of the ether. And those curtains, the backdrop, will be the first thing to be upgraded with such funds. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, you can also tip us too. Mm-hmm. Hashtag show that's us really your funny. tips. <laughs> show us your tips not this
1: early guys we're just starting we're just getting warmed up if uh, not
2: now then when will if not now then what
1: i guess i guess so uh, when <laughs> you whichever one of you violates god again like the, that's <laughs> the only other appropriate time i
0: <laughs> have done nothing
1: he was consenting yet. he oh please i didn't say it was non-consensual violation he went for it he got down on one knee if not both
3: <laughs> arguable though we're deceiving him so that this
1: this is. Well, I was not deceiving him. Question.
0: I was no. exactly who he needed to see in that moment. Not a lie was
1: told. Mm-hmm. Not a lie was spoken. <laughs> all Ishdav did was take off her head. I
0: did not say I pretend to be, La. Yeah. <laughs> Just took my hood off.
1: Absolutely. That's all that was done. Um, right. Before we zoom back down to the world of Regulus Prime, it's that time again. We got to start things off with a tasteful pick of the cards. And mm-hmm. Drew, I believe. It is your turn to select our fates, so go for it here. I feel like this is more of, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> sure, select the fate
3: sure. of right here. Sure, Select the fate
1: all these
0: people. Solus. The Hierophant,
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: What does that mean?
1: Uh, Etymologically. Etymologically? Uh, I mean, I, I've the, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Hierophant is s- always a tricky one. Sort of in nature, right, and that's kind of why they've gone for this. Uh, The easiest way to sum it up is basically confirmation bias, right? A walking confirmation bias. The uh, deciding that your belief is the correct belief. Progress, but at your own sake.
0: Hmm. Flat earthers. Ah. Yeah, kind of,
1: kind of. Or, you know, a, a very self-assured religious leader could be described as a Hierophant. And that's the the quality with which this card brings us. Like today. Tyro
2: and the Church I would of yeah, yeah, I would
3: say that, holy shit, that is actually yeah. fucking poignant as fuck. Yeah.
1: So, uh, the Hierophant comes to call, or rather you come to call upon the Hierophant here mm-hmm. as we return to the town of Brighthorn in the world of Regulus Prime. Last week... Uh, it was a fairly exploratory session. You were greeted into the town of Brighthorn by uh, a sort of gaggle of fairly vacant villagers, right? Sort of uh, simple folk, simple uh, seafaring folk who got ready to trade their wares with their local trader, Ylreard, as you were all welcomed by Tyra, the sort of elderly uh, leader of this church known as the, uh, the, what, the Order of Sacrifice. And... You sort of took, took stock of the town before Ishtarva, you really took the lead on approaching him and chatting with him a little bit, uh, before things sort of changed. Uh, you convinced Tyro that you were from, quote unquote, the guild. Uh, and under that guise, sort of got Tyro to spill the beans on what they were doing there a little bit and got you guys some places to stay while still maintaining your godly visages. And then, with the words that you shouldn't go out after dark, like one shouldn't feed gremlins after dark, uh, you left your own devices, which was Tyro's first and fatal mistake. (laughs) Um, We sort of divided and conquered here. Ishdavi, you spent your focus firstly on dealing with this uh, devotee of the sun, Godwin, this armed individual in the chapel, before then going on your own little scooby-doo mystery and finding the desiccated form of Yui. With whom you returned, sealed yourself away up in that, the, the roof room of the church, uh, and warned your comrades here, your divine comrades. Neverick, you initially ventured out with Unan and were sort of flying above Righthorn and the Isles of Righthorn as a Pegasus, sort of gauging things. And when things began to snowball and these specters began to rise, you took action, grabbed Godwin, reinvigorated by a meeting with the Strava. Yeah by the tabard, and are now sort of flying him away from the source of danger. And Unan, as Ishtava had plucked Yui from her um, imprisonment, shall we say, you discovered where the spectres, or the source of that spectral energy was originating from, this mound, this large, buried mound of barely living bodies uh, whom you separated apart a large chunk of ...before reaching out with your godly powers and wrenching Godwin from his slumber... ...or from his abode, at least... Uh, ...to grab him by the throat, effectively, where we found that Tyro was much... maybe did I say Godwin a moment ago? No, either here or not there. Uh, we found Tyro, he looked much younger, much more swole, perhaps... Uh, ...and this is where we find everything happening, right? You're up in the, in the roof of the church... Neverick you're, I believe, heading towards the roof of the church with Godwin. You've got Tyro by the throat and holding up these sort of twitching bodies that are starting to grow strange, almost filament-like append- appendages reaching towards each other, sort of tugging against your force. And this, in this sort of shoddy scenario, is where we will begin today. So your actions, Unan, in separating those corpses and disrupting that burial mound even somewhat has stopped, for now, the specters, or that spect- those spectral energy spikes from appearing all across Brighthorn. But of course, you're dealing with a rather different issue here. Uh, and what were Tyro's last words to you? The stars. Something, something. They something rotate something and they fall. The dark side. And we will gladly. <laughs> something, something, something. Complete. Great. Yeah. Check. Check. Plus. Uh, <laughs> s- l- lunatic babbling, basically, yeah. um, about the stars, and, the stars and sacrificing oneself. The stars. Um, so, things are tense and things are moving and they will not stay in this limbo, in this calm before the storm, for too long. So I task each of you with one act of, or, or one set of movement or action from each of you to see how far this will progress before the pieces that are already in motion keep moving. And in your case, Unan, that is literal, right? These pieces of human form or humanoid form that you held suspended are twitching and actively moving all at once. So I will start, unless there is any, anybody who wants to jump in, If not, I will start with Nevrik, since you are already in motion. Okay? So you've been, most recently you've heard Ishtava call to you, that she was up there and was sealing it away, with sealing Rui, uh, Rui, Yui away. (laughs) Uh, And you're up in the air, already in motion with Godwin flailing below you. Let me actually... Okay,
2: yep. Uh, What do you want to do? So, the first thing I'm going to do is take Godwin as he's in my mouth and just kind of like throw my neck and try to throw him onto my back in midair.
1: Uh. Can
2: I get a quick dex check? Yeah.
1: Please. <laughs> this is the second time
3: that he's been elevated today. You take me high. A 10.
2: A 10. You just <laughs> fling him <laughs> over you. <laughs>
3: you were trying to like, do like a behind the back pass or something. Like, uh, you know, what? I'll
1: say <laughs> given that he is not in the best state of mind at the moment, you fairly nimbly—it's a little bit of a rough landing. He sort of flings halfway uh, across purposes over the back of your body, landing on his stomach with an <laughs> audible grunt. But he is firmly across the long way of your back,
2: and then. I I don't speak. I say it te- telepathically because mm-hmm. I'm a horse. Um, <laughs> and there are some things that I... I just don't want to hear a horse speak right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. No, so I telepathically... <laughs> I, <laughs> so <laughs> literally, literally, um, telepathically, I communicate with him and I just say, hold on tight. And I'm going to fly as fast as I can toward the tower um, and just land on top. And then... Send a message to Estaba saying I'm here.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You hear sort of not necessarily words from behind you, just like just like bare, semi-conscious grunting from somewhere on your back. But you feel your fur being grasped a little bit on one side of your flank, and you soar over to the roof, sort of clattering on top of the uh, the pretty shitty wood wood thatching up there really. It's, it buckles a little bit beneath your feet but it holds your weight uh, and you can hear it above you. There's like a sound of sudden and clattering hoofbeats
2: on the roof. Yustava? I'm
0: sending
2: this <laughs> Ishtava uh, I'm here with Godwin. Could you let me in?
0: Are you going to bring Godwin with you? Yes. Is he a threat? No. Fine, come in.
2: Okay. Um, before I go in, I'm gonna morph back. Well, I'm just gonna shluff them off and I'm gonna morph back into uh
1: gently <laughs> and uh
2: morph back into my planes walking horn. Uh okay. Uh you sort of land,
1: sort of gently slough him off and shift back, and as you're g- getting your bearings on your, your planes walking feet, for lack of a better term, uh, you can see that he is uh, not doing so well. He uh, is has not gotten up from where you sloughed him onto the roof. He's not like injured necessarily, but his eyes are a little rolled back in his head, and he's just sort of lying
2: there. Looks little green around the gills. All right, so I'll, I'm gonna, I'll go over to him. I, I'm gonna help you up. Come with me. Do not be afraid. What is happening? Please. I am trying to save you from harm. Just come with me. All will be made clear. He like
1: pukes a little bit. Just like a bit of bile. (laughs)
4: Gross. (laughs) Wipes. Let's kill him. Okay. (laughs) Okay.
2: And I kind of help him up and I put his arm over my shoulder and we descend downward. You go down that ladder. Yeah. Um, Okay. So
1: you get brought down the ladder and this sort of blends neatly into you here is there anything you've been doing before this would have happened
0: i want to put my hands on yui's head and see if i can like in that same like incepting kind of power just like glimpse what's inside her head or glimpse like memories sure. of what's been done to her.
1: Just sort of, like, open the doorways, right? Like, uh-huh. open yours and open mm-hmm. hers in the same, like, passageway, mm-hmm. basically. Love it, absolutely. That's, as you might expect, an Ishtar check.
0: <sighs> Which dice is gonna fuck? And me? I'll
1: say, as you're reaching towards her and sort of just linking your senses to hers, you can feel that the borders, the edges of her mental space mm-hmm. and the, the magic that everyone carries, that all life carries, they're very, very... Uh, fragile and uh, almost mutable Mm. that she seems to have very very few metaphysical boundaries around her personage at all
0: 28 28
1: Uh absolutely you just reach out feeling that that sort of not volatile but malleable edge of her mental being and you allow your senses to intermingle with her own and just bridge a gap the pair of you and it doesn't last terribly long it's not like you're you know fully mind-linking mm-hmm. with her uh, but you get a lot of different imagery mm-hmm. at once there's an imagery of like this sharp red light and that's almost an internal image you can feel that image coursing throughout her and mm-hmm. almost drawing pain from around her within her uh, it's just like this, this physicalized anguish, basically, that you can see and sense. Uh, and then it just feels like she's, her vision has been put through a, a fly-eyed lens. Like there are a bunch of different fractalized versions of things that you can feel that she sees. And almost all of these flickering images link to this intrinsic sense of terror about something falling or something crashing. There is a fear of the precipice.
0: Ooh, okay. And that's all I get?
1: Uh, depends on if that was, that's, that's sort of a general sense, if you had any particular thought as you were mingling with her.
0: With my hands on her head, I meant, like, I closed my eyes as well. I want to look at those images and find the one that's like linked to something falling and I want to go into that image and then look up and see if I can see what it is that's falling.
1: I love it, I love it. You just sort of allow your sense to buckle inwards and through, almost as if you were pushing into her thought and her memory. Okay. Uh, and as you sort of just extend your senses a little further, you hear this raggedy breath. Or, as you've been sort of there, only vaguely conscious. Mm-hmm. As you push further, you hear a breath, sort of catch, <gasps> and her eyes glitter with just like iridescence, with light, with mm-hmm. energy. And in this contact between the pair of you, and you sort of linking your thoughts with mm-hmm. hers. That dream that you begin to enter, or that image, shifts through her mind and through her skin, even, as the boards of this room buckle and break away as the image of the dream expands into this space. The floorboards become oddly impressionist, like blades of grass flickering in a field of, of wood. The, the shadows in the room become wreathed into a canopy of faux starlight above you as, the, as reality becomes completely indistinguishable for a moment from this image. And this facsimile of the dream that you were, or memory that you were piecing through for her and looking up with just this pressure from above you. It's as if the ceiling is tinged with this poor woman's fear. It feels like it's pushing down and coming down on top of you until you just turn your gaze further and push your power divine focus upwards. The wood paneling of shadow and starlight breaks away and reveals this brilliant, massive comet. Seemingly miles away and all at once terribly close, hurtling down with ice and the unknown.
0: Did you see that?
1: You've probably just come in the door.
2: No, what'd you see?
0: I don't know if it's real. There's something coming for this world. At least that's what you think. At least that's probably what these old people think.
1: As you've retracted from her thought, the room seems fairly normal again. Though there's that pressure around. Both of you can feel it, this like it's as if you had blinders on and the blinders were being pushed tighter and tighter at your temples. Yui is now again sort of curled up on the floor, limbs too long for her body. Shuddering there. Can I see Mum,
5: please? Where did she go?
0: The skull faced woman.
5: Mum, where did my mum go?
0: Is your mother Luna?
1: I don't know. I don't know, I'm
0: sorry. No, 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 you're, you're fine. You're safe. We will not hurt you. I take off my hood.
1: She doesn't change at all. Okay. And it's hard to in fact, what's your passive perception?
0: Not great. Um <laughs> it's uh sixteen. Better sixteen, that's, that's
1: fine. Really that's <laughs> more than fine. Uh for the first time, and you don't know whether this is due to disease, cataracts, or something else, it's like she doesn't See? you can't you don't feel perceived in the same uh-huh. way. Like you could try to Ishtava sense her, what she was seeing, and you you wouldn't get much.
0: Uh Uh-huh. What's going on out there?
2: It is, well, many things. The, currently the Earth is risen, Unin is holding the, the Southern Isle up with his own will, and also is confronting I'm pretty sure, but that's what I saw last on my way. I had to, I had to save Godwin from that, cause you took your hood down,
1: right? Mm-hmm. You hear a thunk next to you, this like heavy metal thunk. Oh fuck! As <laughs> cock Godwin, Godwin has taken his arm off of you and is now down on one, like one knee on the uh, ground, one knee up, and he's like got his head down, my liege. like shuddering in place, barely holding himself up. Your divine grace you do us
5: too much honor by showing your presence in such dark times. Mm -hmm. May we please receive benefaction of your light once more. Oh no. I've
0: created a monster.
3: A devout monster.
0: Be still.
1: (laughs) Uh (laughs) just fully like (laughs) tenses <laughs>
0: every muscle in his
4: body yes your
3: grace but you tell <laughs> me to freeze
0: i found yui down in some kind of ritualistic chamber tied up i don't know what they're doing i don't know if law is involved or if it's uro or if it's just these people but we need answers
2: Godwin can help
0: us. I let a little bit of my godliness sh like <laughs> just
2: like <sighs> yeah, just flare, uh-huh. yeah.
0: Godwin
1: <laughs> He like again, bail tensed and like struggling against his own <laughs> it, it just bait malfunction. Puts it gets de- both knees on the ground now and does a, a like almost a salam to you before what needest thou, your grace?
0: You may think you know who I am. You may think you understand the power I possess, but you have not but scratched the surface. You will tell me everything that has gone on in this city, everything that everyone's planning, and you will tell it to me quickly.
5: By your command, your grace, I have ensured these people enact your
1: righteous will. And he turns over his shoulder, sort of gets up on one knee, sort of actively not looking at you. Mm -hmm. He's somehow completely just overridden the fact that you were a horse a couple moments ago, because this is a bigger deal. And he, like, he takes this small, almost Christmas ornament-sized flask full of shimmering, like, rusty gold liquid, and he just uncorks it, takes it like a shot, and you see, all the veins in his neck, stand up. And his eyes get really bloodshot and his pupils go really wide. And he stands up, again keeping a little bit of deference away from you. <clears throat> he turns over his shoulder to look down towards Yui. She was Bright Horns,
5: guiding light, as I understand it. And it was your will, your grace her visions through till their end such as the great people of Brighthorn would have it done it is their belief that she guides a new path whether she knows it or not towards greater potential for our kind to bring us closer to the grace of your own
0: What of this comet?
5: That is what must be done. Like all we may aspire to be, it is an emissary. An emissary of yours. Of great light.
0: Is that something I told you? Is it something that you've all decided to believe?
5: It is what they believe. You have not spoken to them. alone can speak with the sun and it is in such benefactions that you deigned me right enough to make sure this path was set in stone
1: i ask not questions of their methods here for you did not have me ask them And he turns, actually, and he gets down on his knees again, but this time sort of leaning towards Yui, who is basically barely here, mm-hmm. right? There's something, when you are speaking to her, it seems like she is aware and can connect, but she is absolutely in her own head, if we can even call it that. So she's disassociating, looking at the wall, just in the corner of things, shuddering, as Godwin Wild up, Godwin gets down and sort of like brushes the wisps of her hair on the back of her head. It will be finished soon, child.
5: The work closes in. You may be at peace.
0: I want to know the plan, all of it, right now, or I will flatten the settlement. And I you will never gaze the plan, upon me again. I your grace,
1: please. I am but a humble servant of the light, your divine light. I am not a man of plan and schemes. I am not like those who ride from the east. I am simply a servant and I do as I am commanded. And I was commanded to ensure these people saw it to the end. That is all. I have been posted here for some 15 seasons. And each season we
5: grow close.
0: My child. I have changed my mind. This is not what I want. I... I'm here to change things and to give you a new direction.
1: Again, him still like in reverence. The pair or rather Neverick, you can see him, like his eyes sort of open, twitching at the corners a little bit. While still in prayer. What would you have it changed to, your grace?
0: Compassion. We will no longer torture children for information, for some proverbial greater good, and we will snuff out those who still believe that that is a just and right thing to do.
1: Roll me a thick with at least a Q persuasion check.
0: Oh no! Okay, persuasion. Mm -hmm. Okay, wait. It's okay. It's okay.
1: It's okay. Eighteen. Eighteen.
5: He still held there. Is it not? Compassion as it stands, your grace. Is your light not warm enough to grasp us all? This sweet child
1: opened their gaze and allowed us to see the roads you bared and their sacrifice, their great work, allows us to tread
5: in your glory. Is that not the greatest passion? Please, we are but close,
0: I am all knowing, and I will change my mind as I see fit. And you must not question me. this He doesn't know
1: shit. He stands up, initially still in prayer, before like Twitching and looking at you, eyes like literally, there's like sort of rivulets of like (laughs) tears, steam, and a little blood streaking out of his eyes. He's almost sunburnt to look at what he sees as you. I must stand my ground. I will not falter in the task I was given, and he, mm, pulls his sword out and lodges it into the wood before wrenching it up again. I am a champion of the light. Sun, guide me. And he flares his arm up for a Ooh, second.
0: I am going to cast banishment. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, uh, I don't know where he's going, but he's going. He's going
1: somewhere. Okay, uh, what's the save?
0: Um, that would be a... Cuckload. A 23 to save?
1: 23 to whiz?
0: Mm-hmm. I believe so. Let That's let me a check
3: crazy the... save.
0: Eight. Yeah, yeah. It's 8 plus plus. Is it 8, eight or... Oh, it's... I did 10, so it's sorry. 8 plus
3: it's... 7, which is 15. It was, what, 2 less than and that? Then so, 21. So, 21. so
0: 21. I don't do math
1: still guys 21 for the spell sorry it's,
0: it's a charisma saving throw
1: okay okay he's okay at that he's okay at that not okay enough <laughs> he, he like flares his arm up and there's a f- brief flash of light from his fingertips and the, the r- part of the portion of the roof above him starts to splinter and crack with some force but you basically just say like uh uh-uh. uh away <laughs> Uh, and he is briefly like you know at the end of Lord of the Rings, which the king? When he's like, you are free now, and the ghosts sort of go and uh-huh. vanish away. <laughs> you know, it's a little quicker than that, you and with sort of like off. twilight, it wreaths over him, and he just like is gone, completely gone for I believe a minute. Can you give me one second to look up banishment? To do. I have Absolutely. it here. What's it, your question? Yeah. It just do you, do you, you determine where he goes? Or does it say he goes to like a little uh, shitty pocket uh, demi-plane? It's place? a
0: harmless demi-plane. While there, the target is incapacitated. The target remains there until the spell ends, okay. at which point the target reappears in the space left, or in the nearest unoccupied space.
3: Yeah, and if they're from a different plane, they go back there.
1: He so is, he will come back. He is drifting in God's sleep, basically, in a curled fetal position. Mm-hmm. Just like... <laughs> Floating there. Uh, you have sixty seconds. Pause for one second, because this is we're about to get in we're in like a time zone. I want to see what you're doing before this because this is feels very domino effecty at this Ooh. point. Also, thank uh, you,
0: Raiders, for coming. Yeah. Oh hello.
1: Skull. Who do we have? Uh Marquee Marquee Gaming.
0: Gaming. Fabulous. Melky.
1: Welcome, welcome. Thank you for the uh, the, the raid. I didn't uh, want to
2: inter- interrupt. You were talking about the dreams of you and gotcha, the gotcha, I, I, didn't want to... I appreciate that.
1: Uh, so, I would say a good like mm, two fifths, maybe more of the bodies that you can see inhabiting this mound are up in the air, twitching and like writhing with these little tendrils. These rotten reddish tendrils piercing from their skin and wriggling out again they're sort of impeded a bit by you holding them there uh but they are growing and you've got this rapturous young tyro still in his tattered uh, very um almost uh, uh devout garments these like gray robes with that the pendant over his neck but visibly beefier and younger uh what are you doing
3: Still like trying to like bore into his eyes with my like literally like glowing just nebulous eyes. Um I, I just look at him and I say, what is the meaning of this?
1: He like literally steam is coming off of him just from the intensity of your like godly pressure there looking at him. Uh, 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 uh.
3: Ark of the Covenant, this motherfucker.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh, please, <laughs> you, you don't know the glory.
1: We are so close to reaching it. Your power. Oh, I got too, too rapturous there. T- to um, rapturous. uh, Nice. Oh no. Like, we're, we're just we we just need to.
0: Technical difficulties. Yeah, Please stand by.
1: I think great. Yes. Yeah. Uh, your power, I can taste it. Let me. And he, ah, ah. he's just like lick at the, your hand down below him. Please, I can feel it.
5: belong to their kind. Oh.
2: Give it to me. Give it to me, please. These fucking freaky-ass humans.
3: <laughs> In a swift motion. No. And you can tell me what I need to roll. Mm-hmm. I, whilst still trying to maintain what's going on, I by his throat toss him a little <laughs> bit in the air yeah yeah reach down grab my flail wrap it around him attempt uh, pro- hopefully his neck still and then plummet him to the ground finish him yeah like just like <laughs> damn scorpion
4: stuff like, <gasps> like,
1: so i'm going to need like meteor slam uh i'm going to need three rolls from you we're going to do the throw We're going to do the grab.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, that's it. That's it, that's it, yeah. So it's going to be the, I'm going to just basically an athletics check. Again, I'm not. It's the alley and the oop.
0: Yeah, exactly. The alley
1: (laughs) and the oop.
3: That (laughs) is a fucking joke. Yeah. So I rolled an eight. My athletics (laughs) is plus 23.
1: Okay, so that's that's a 32. That's a no 31 31 31. oh god the one point it is yeah how do you oh the belt the belt
3: i have a 29 strength and i have expertise in athletics that's a
1: fighter for you so a fighter god a god of fighters so you (laughs) you you, would you don't let him go that far but as you push him there's a sound that even you guys can hear in the in the church. that's like a thunderclap as Tyro briefly breaks the sound barrier as he's launched. Like before he's even that far down, the thing goes up. As your flail is extending with those links of like energy and ether, you hear Tyro flying up in the air. <laughs> Roll me the attack. I. That's a. you yeah, all
2: got it. 22. I'm, a good th- I'm
1: sorry. <laughs> 32. Th- yeah, okay, there we go. Uh, yeah, his, his AC was a. Was a. What? Um, low. <laughs> was low. Wasn't good. Uh, yeah, it was a 12. He's wearing it was a beastly He <laughs> was. Yeah. So you just. As he's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, down. Oh, that's what the third check was. I need a concentration for holding the dudes up while your rage okay. is like pinpointed on this guy. Okay. I knew it was something, it just wasn't on him. That's important for him. Wow.
3: I haven't played a castor in a little while. What is concentration?
1: Concentration is a uh, It's constitution. A,
0: you just have to roll yeah. above a ten. It's and a constant...
1: that's for spell slave DC. No no, right. no. she's right. Twelve. Twelve yeah you're fine. So you keep him held up but you and just slam him down into the uh you got a thirty 32. But on the athletics. 31. 31. So that's <laughs> going to be, okay, um, as you slam him down into the pit, I'm going to need the damage for the attack, oh, Jesus. plus 3d10 falling damage. Okay. okay. I'm, uh, I'm unprepared, but I'm here. I've got plenty of dice for you. I need... 3d10. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: Just
1: go
3: come, it. Just go, little any one more. Which last one? Oh, here. All right. Yay. All right. So that you know, and I'll do the math again. I think that's another thirty-two overall. Um. What did you get? So that's, sorry, 12,
1: 14, 16, 25, 32. 32? 32 okay, let me damage. just write that down. Uh, perfect. Yeah, you slam him down, just like you hear the sound of other bodies breaking, him shattering as he hits the ground, as you, I assume, retract the, the thing. Yeah. Um, As he hits the ground, there is a little ripple of almost like little vein-like crackles of red lightning from his impact site across some of the corpses in the ground. And they begin to almost [coughs) [coughs) like magnetize themselves towards Tyro. And you can see his top half is still mostly unexposed by these bodies, just like battered, there's an eye that's now missing an eyelid blood trickling from his mouth oh, what glorious pain please,
5: give me a taste
1: again we have but moments until it all pays off and he pushes himself off the corpses and the corpses come with him, almost like fusing to his chest and lower half so he's got, you know His legs seem to grow and extend and become made out of these bodies. I can feel it now as he licks some of his own blood off his mouth. You are one of them, a divine being. Tell me, as he pulls himself further, more bodies accruing to him as he goes. You are divine.
5: What do you feel of our worship to you that goes so unanswered? please i must know does it taste delectable i hate this person whole.
3: You ever heard of that, like, self-defense strategy of just like, alright, if somebody's trying if somebody's trying to attack you, just start acting really weird. Just like, yeah. you wanna get nuts? Let's yeah. get nuts! Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. That, and they're kind of just that's like, what That's uh, what doing. Yeah. So I'm just like,
2: I
0: don't know, I don't... <laughs> to <laughs> to, I don't even... I wouldn't even know what to say. If, gonna, if you don't speak, can't.
1: he's just gonna keep speaking. Okay. Um...
2: Please uh. don't let that happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh my
0: um. god. <laughs> I apologize for the siren that's coming by. God. Gang. God. Hashtag NYC.
2: Gucci. Somebody's being saved. We have New to remember. York. Yeah, right. Somebody is being saved, you're right. In theory. In, in theory, right. Let's hope yeah. it's
1: not somebody using the siren privilege for themselves. Um, He continues to raise himself, but just like accruing more mass. All of you, you gods, you choose not to hear us, our prayers.
5: But what is worship? Lends our own voice to the power of creation.
1: And as he raises his hands up, the little horned necklace still there raises with him, crackling with this red light that shoots down into more of these corpses, dragging them to his arms, which become hobbled masses of legs as fingers and, you know, f- fingertips as a wrist. Just this awful contraption. A wish would make us equal. To the gods! as he holds his arms up, there's a single bolt of red light that shoots up from him. You, upstairs in uh-huh. the, the roof, Yui, ah! her head tilts back and her eyes crackle with light, this red essence for a moment before she drops back down again. And for you outside, way up through the clouded night sky, the clouds part at the lightning bolt and this one bristling star in the fundament is revealed, and it flares. We are not necessarily in combat, but since you already have 60 seconds, let's enter initiative.
3: Okay. Oh.
2: A natural twenty. Of are you you were literally joking, my guy. No. I haven't I have advantage? Um. Again, so
1: the, we we can if you ha- if you're feeling feisty and end up fighting, that's fine. We'll stay in combat, but, and we don't necessarily have to function by combat rules just uh-huh. yet. Uh, this is just keeping us in the six second moment time frame, just to keep us on track with this uh the management. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, let me just roll my two rounds. folks. Um. Okay, for me that is a uh but that's a what okay. Um Okay, and then on my other end we have a it yeah, okay. That's fine. Cool. Um who got anybody get above where well, you got a Nat 20? Right, okay. So we start with Nivric. Uh What was your total? Uh,
2: 23.
1: 23, okay. Anybody got above 20? I'm sure
0: you got higher than I did. 19. 19.
1: Kay. You
0: rolled a four and you got a 19? I have advantage, so I oh. rolled <laughs> <12. Sorry>. a <laughs>
1: No. <laughs> and Ishtava. I got a nine. A nine? We love to hear it. Uh, okay. I will say, for you, Ishtava, who was the one who called out, you can f- just have that radiating... Uh, divine sense, the godly sense, already pinging off of these two moments. Uh At the top of the third round, the, uh, our called-for friends will be arriving from their...
0: Gotcha.
1: uh, ...respective locations.
0: Gotcha. Okay.
1: So, you've just seen Yui have that sort of flare-up moment, and... On top of that, Godwin's just been banished. Neverick. what are you up to? You can hear something like muffled yelling outside, but it's hard to tell what's going on without being outside yourself.
2: Yui is on the floor. Mm-hmm. Writhing. Or is she she's, just, no, she's sort or of she just... just like shuddering now. It okay.
1: doesn't seem that much different from her before, but there was just like a split second where she had that moment, that freak out, that burst
2: of energy. this comet that you saw, Ishtaba, was is it coming now?
0: I don't know. I don't know, but I think La has answers that we need. I think she's been up to something and has not been telling anyone about it. Hmm. And she's playing God while we're just faffing about. Interesting. It and was Vikestar who told us about this place. And Vikestar can't come down here. Lock. Is she, she?
2: I don't think she can come down here.
0: All right, um, this idiot is going to come back soon. Do I kill him?
2: No, he could be valuable.
0: Alright, I have a plan. I have a plan when he comes back.
2: Okay. I'm going to, I'm going outside. I'm just gonna keep a watch on the sky. See if I can do anything. If a comet is coming. It could potentially destroy Regulus as a whole, so. Mm-hmm.
0: All right.
2: I'm, I'm going out to see if I can do anything about it.
0: Cool if you need me. Highland and Midnight are on the way.
2: That's right. Okay, yeah, so then I'll, I'll go back up the ladder, and I'm just going to go out onto the tower and yeah. just look at, just I, maybe roll a perception check then, I guess, for look around to see if something is coming that maybe or even feel it or something. Yeah,
1: um. I mean, you step out of the church and out of Ishtava's sealed boundary here, and as soon as you're on the top of the tower, not only do you see Unan like, radiating energy, this like halfway-built corpse uh, mechazord, basically, standing there in the pit, with a young version of Tyro hoisted in the middle of it, and you more see it than feel it, you're, or more feel it than see it, rather, you were right on it. From above you, there's this like pinging needle of sense, and it actually feels familiar and good, and it's sort of like resounding, you feel like you're reverberating under this pinprick of light that's sort of bristling and glowing above you. Um, don't mind me.
0: You have a mode of inspiration. Mode,
1: mm. it's
3: more than just a river round a castle.
4: <laughs> that was good. Yeah,
0: it was that, was nice, nice. <laughs>
1: that was nice. That was that was nice. You had the rat packs of the fort pack. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the fort pack. Um The castle crooners. <laughs> um, so, you doing anything else or just like keeping watch and taking stock of that?
3: Yeah, I want
2: to wait until it seems like. Well, I don't know if I can do anything right now, so I'm just going to wait. Okay. So I'm going to keep an eye on it and then so I'll. Um, actually. I just end up in it, it seems down. to be. Handling his situation? He doesn't seem stressed. Okay. Then I'll stay here. And if either of those two things end up going awry, I'm either going to go there. Or one or we'll want there. me a
5: quick perception check? Okay. Uh, 20.
1: 20? 20? You can... What you notice more, for better or for worse, throughout the bulk of the main island of the town, and specifically the eastern or the northern isle, um people are watching. They're in their houses, their huts, but through the little carved like openings that they've got, not even windows really, they're like peering through and just staring at everything
2: going on at the South Isle. Lunen oh. as a god and a weird human beast. Damn, bodies All are like, you yeah, tend yeah. to watch. People, yeah, just, you know. no. Nights were bad here yeah. anyway,
1: and this night got louder for yeah, them yeah. than usual, right? They are like, wait, Hang on a second. Entertainment, dinner, and a show. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll just keep watch. Great. And you're basically like ready in case things like get bad. You're gonna. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Unin. With Nevrik still
3: radiating anger, if I remember correctly. Absolutely, yes. It it affects the already uh, like toiling anger within Unin, and he just says.
5: You want to feel my power,
3: and I—I'm gonna go to town on this <laughs> motherfucker. Great. First attack. I want to—I want to I wanna do it as it, like the ties that binds grapple feature of like being able to throw in and pull. I want to yeah. like I want to hit get him specifically and try and, and wrench reach him out, out of the what he's doing.
1: Dope. Dope. Okay. Roll for the attack first. That's
3: a. Uh, more than twelve. <laughs> That's a uh, twenty-six.
1: Well, his AC has uh, taken. Oh no! It's actually, it's actually worse now. <laughs> 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 I misread my own stats. It's considerably worse. Nice. Yeah, he. Uh, I mean, he's a big target now, right? So yeah. you uh, just it like slashes through some of the corpses as it goes. That. Form his body or form his extremities, really, and it whips around his torso again. And you hear him, Yes, more roll the damage because that does do.
3: uh, It doesn't do damage. Oh, this is the yeah, it's either either damage or pull. Um, but I mean, (laughs) that was attack one. Yeah, um, as I
1: rip him towards me, let me just make see how much of him is. E crit fails. So you uh, just you hear a wet schlocking sound, and you just you wrench him out of there. The corpses stay up, mm-hmm. but immobile. Still sort of flickering with that red light uh, as he like
4: Whoa! flies as, across
1: towards. As you. he's coming towards me,
3: pull, like pulling back, got, uh, bonus action. <laughs> God core becomes the shield. And shield bashes him on <coughs> his way in. Fuck
0: yes.
1: <laughs> Yeah, okay. This is like a God of War combo. Oh, I'm right? yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> getting all the combos. <laughs> like. Wombo combo. I feel like that's what fighters in the indie have to do, right? Yeah. It's just like it's string combos together as like, you know. Because
3: either, it's either
1: that or, or it's me
3: going, I hit him. I right. hit him again. Right.
1: But it's it's like in if you ever play the, the Batman games, right? You yes. You press one button to do a combo, but it's always the stylish, it's like, so mo- like satisfying. just like exactly. And that's I'm really right with you there. So yeah, you're pulling him in, he's screaming and soaring as you're just gonna wallop him in the face.
3: Yes. Um
1: I believe that the forming is a bonus action. Yes. Great. Perfect. So go for that second attack. That's a uh, twenty-five. Yeah, it's gonna hit like a truck. His armor class has increased now that he's no longer part of his big form, but oh, good, it's good for him. Not increased that much. He's still a priest. <laughs> he's still wearing cotton. He's basically wearing a towel <laughs> or a couple of towels. Jesus Christ. Um, I hate this person.
0: <laughs> I hate this town. Yep. Me too. And I think I hate Highland because. Of
3: it. I hate Aurelius, not Highlands. Um, that's gonna be, sorry, twenty. No. Wow, my brain's not ready for math today. Yeah, twenty-two points of damage. Twenty-two points.
1: Okay, sure. Just like, I and mean, I assume you are detaching the, the the flail. Yeah. As it goes, so that it it ties of, the ties the bind stop it binding. Like comes yeah, back and behind sort of like me. Flattens on the ground. Um, yeah, and he's prone as fuck too. So that, how much did you say it was twenty something? Twenty-two. Twenty-two, perfect. Excellent. Yeah, you sh- you can hear his teeth shatter as you hit him into the shield and he falls down. <coughs> he's on the ground.
3: Yeah, he's on the ground. Fucking, slant, just and this, this is from the ties that Vine, just like slant like right into his chest like to whip it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Go for it. Whip it. Good. I think you have advantage since you're within five feet and he's he's prone as hell.
0: This dang like kinky and not a like, healthy lay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like there's masochism <laughs> and then there's this. Yes.
1: Thirty. Thirty. Yeah, that more than doubles his AC. So, you know what his AC was? Well, never mind. I won't talk.
0: I do want to know eventually. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get
1: there. Nineteen
3: points that. of damage.
1: Nineteen. Okay. Does he still? He's sputtering blood, but yes, yes. <coughs> but he is still very much alive. And wild-eyed as ever. That the the his pendant, the bullhorn pendant, is literally glowing with that crackling red light. It's like if veins were filled with LED glow stick juice instead of blood.
3: I mean, yeah. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna hit him.
0: You're I, I, all this I might do rails. something. I
3: might do something different next turn, but I'm already in the middle of it. <laughs> um, after after it hits down, comes back, uh, circles around him, and then just slams it back down. Just brutal. Okay. Never just <laughs> Watching with the opera uh, glasses from the. Yes, ah, nice. a multiple yeah. hit. Nice. Twenty four to hit. Yeah, that's exactly double his AC. Jolly good yeah.
2: show. <laughs> yeah.
3: Another nineteen points of day.
1: Nineteen points of damage. Yep.
0: Nineteen.
1: Uh, That takes him to.
3: Do we me to roll concentration on all of the bodies? Uh.
1: If you would like to.
3: I think it's fair.
1: Great. It's a lot going on. As you're giving into the rage, more more than anything else, Mm -hmm. because I think as a god you're able to do more things more than one thing at once. But yes, go for it. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I rolled an eighteen. So yeah, you're fine. You're fine.
0: You are. Clear. Chris- you know when you get angry, but everything's clear. Yeah,
1: it's just everything goes like cold and crispy. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. That adrenaline hits and you're like... It's me at Grand Central Station when I get off at work. <laughs> Trying to get, get from the six to the seven. It's like, I can see the math and if somebody gets in my way, well, sorry, you're, they were you're taking up the same space. It's that
4: <laughs> <Joseph>
3: Gordon-Levitt <laughs> movie that came out when we were in high school where he's riding a bike
1: and he can like see the path. Oh, you mean... Brick, the masterpiece. <laughs> is that what it's called? Uh, but if if it's the one where he's like a high school detective.
3: No, he's like an actual ass like bike cop, right?
1: I don't remember. I used to be. This is a conversation for later. For the chat, Joseph Gordon-Levitt in a bicycle centric. Because I remember him on a bike in, as like a high school cop looking out druggies in high school. No, he That's
3: was. A, he, it was when we were in high school, so he was he was an adult at that. Point.
1: Okay, it's got it, got it, got it. Yeah. I'd you love a have a of inspiration. You have a mode of
0: inspiration, and you have a mode of inspiration.
1: Okay. Yeah, it's, again, the combo counter is ticking up, and you know when you reach a certain threshold in the combo and the number starts to, like, sell fire a little bit? Oh, no,
0: That's, I'm you're, like,
1: sorry.
4: You're
3: in the, like, <laughs> glowing
1: finisher-breaker moment, and you, you're you getting a kick out of this, and you're feeling the presence from that, the comet, right? Okay? Hit me.
0: Finish him, finish him. Action surge. It'll, it'll make midnight come faster because somebody's on the brink of death. I...
1: Love it! I love it! I love it! I love it! Check plus, yes. Okay, <laughs> action search. Yeah. Um. You get a f- your full round action back. As you're just seeing him like, please. And you are willing to oblige. This. I
0: will. He's gonna get a special room in the afterlife.
1: <laughs> he is, made up the room. This is when voice. you. This is when you make Tartarus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm, you're gross. Okay. <laughs> Let's not have that mixed with anyone else, no. shall we? I didn't know I was
0: saving a door for you, but I am. But turns out. Look at you. Natural
3: nineteen. Yeah, it's gonna
1: naturally clap.
3: It's gonna go for it. But <laughs> to to be to be
1: fully transparent, that's a thirty-eight.
0: Mm, does that huh? feel good to say?
1: A thirty-eight to, to hit or a thirty-eight to? It's so a thirty-eight. To oh, hit. oh, natural nineteen, thirty-eight to
2: hit. Yeah, that
1: that's um. That's over three times his armor class. <laughs> I'm killing this man. Armor <laughs> class like twelve? Twelve. Oh my goodness. Seven, uh, Seventeen points. <laughs> what I was gonna two. say is when he was in the flesh form, it was down to a seven. Seventeen <laughs> points of damage. Seventeen. Okay. Uh, what that's does that like, take us to? One.
0: That's like negative armor class. I feel like.
1: Uh, it was. Yes, it was a negative armor class. Uh. You said seventeen points of damage. My math, my brain math is not working as well as it should. There we go. Uh, I. Th- how do you want to do this? <laughs>
3: is it too much to ask for this hit to be on the necklace that he has? Nope. Not too much to ask at all. Considering that is the the thing that is emanating the power, and I want him to shut the fuck up anyway, so I'm just aiming for his fucking neck. Um, yeah, I, I want it to be another, like, like, after the two hits down, seeing that he's still, like, just seeing how, for the first time, truly, how horrific and evil Uro's creation can be. Unan just, like, inhales and then just smack, like, He's aiming
1: through. Right, right. That, that's on the surface. The necklace is on the surface, but you're you're giving enough force to aim, like, down that way, right? Yeah. And yeah, just cool. drive it. There's a beautiful moment for you where everything just focuses and clarifies and crisps up, and the sound of the lightning crackling through the bodies, the whirring, that pressure from the comet, it all fades away, and you just hear the satisfying tink of the end of the flail on the the metal of the pendant, as the pendant is shot through with the force of godly strength through this man's sternum, basically, and out into the wet soil beneath him like a bullet. Just, and he buckles inwards a little bit. You see his shoulders dislocate, his arms move too close together. And he just goes limp.
2: Damn, Kakashi, why'd you have to do reen like that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: Chidori. He, he just, like, his, the light drips out of his eyes, and you can see as the, as the ties that the bind retract into itself a smoldering red light within his chest in the hole that you created. And the bodies stay up. As he lies there, d- dead, you watch as his form... His swole, younger form writhes as musculature leaks from his body like worms, and his skin sallows and his hair greys, and he returns to a desiccated, much older version of the man you met. Even older than the old. Even older.
2: Damn, Tyrell was already old.
1: Uh, you still have, what, two more attacks, three more attacks? Or, or you, I guess as, I,
3: I, I blew my loader. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um you, the hit was required, I mean you put him just over his, his maximum so <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um
3: <laughs> I can. I'm pretty I, I'm pretty sure and I will abide by this that action surge is is used as only attacks uh, yeah,
1: anyway, right I, I think you just get your action back, but once once you spend it for an attack, I think you can't unspend it and use the action like part way, basically. Yeah.
3: I think in gen- I, I think in the rule book is that the case and I think it you makes sense know. that like it is used specifically for combat, specifically for attacking. Um so but uh, instead of that either um, way.
1: The what the done is done the load is spent. Jesus um nope if it's You can use it for anything. You just take an additional action.
3: Okay. Okay.
1: Well, I'm gonna
3: <laughs> I'm going to ping my friends. <clears throat> but I'm it's not gonna be any words. It's just or maybe not even that Unan marks
1: himself <laughs> as safe in the Brighthorn catastrophe basically
2: <laughs> although I could see it
0: so I'm fine my friends we know where yeah, you are now yeah yeah
1: <laughs> um okay we're just standing there simmering basically mm-hmm. in front of this still sort of wriggling writhing mass of bodies and I look up you look up
3: yeah because well, uh, I I I didn't spend really a lot of time it, on yeah. what happened up. Yeah, I, I mean you I, can I, see this there's like, still I'm, the cloud cover.
1: I'm end this fool. <laughs> I am focused, <laughs> singular vision. Yeah, the cloud cover is, is getting a little wispier, but it's still kind of there. Though you still see that spiraling hole through the top of it, yeah. way up. Mostly the you, obviously the, the sky is obscured. But you can see a small pocket of it in which this one star mm. is bristling. And flickering a little brighter than it should be, and it as you look at it and can sort of sense its pressure as it resonates with yours, it feels good. It feels familiar. You feel almost like you're vibrating on a similar wavelength.
0: Daddy, I thought it was a shit, mom.
1: But both of you have felt that way on on paying and sort of like acknowledging it. You feel it, and even if you look away from it, you can still feel that positive resonance within you. It
2: doesn't mean it's good.
0: Uh, I, I, can I, or is away from my turn? Uh,
2: it's
1: basically your turn anyway, because I'm the thing that's it. going in between them, it does the thing and is doing it. So it's it's you. <laughs> I
0: don't know
4: why I sound like a My It's like it's <laughs> like you know 90. when
1: you like the old Batman or really old Spider-Man cartoon where you see their face like yeah, it's <laughs> <here. laughs> <laughs> this.
0: Yeah. Unin. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
3: Meanwhile,
2: back at the <laughs> bat. <back page>. Literally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> unin La has something to do with this. I don't know how. I don't know what she's planning, but she is involved in this.
3: Is that the sensation of familiarity? Or is it n- is it not possible to? That's all I'm saying about it at the moment.
0: Okay. Feel <laughs> like the gods sleep more so than the heart. Uh, are
1: you are you reaching out? Are you trying to sort of like ping with the resonance up there, with the comet's resonance or the star's resonance? Yeah. Yeah. Um. I will let you decide what kind of check that is. Whether that's you reaching out in terms of your own sort of tendrils of essence and god sleep and power, or whether that's just like the godly ping, however you want to try and interact with this energy.
0: Okay, so. I am waiting for whatever this dude's issue is to come back to me, and I've got (laughs) got Yui here, and I've got Yui with a hand on her shoulder, and I'm just gonna put my other hand up, and I'm going to let my black Hot Topic glitter, it's gonna like go over my eyes, so all you see are black starry, like like the void yeah. in my eyes. And I'm going, it's like, when I do that, these tendrils of God's sleep are like coming over, like wh- if you were outside you would see it, and I'm trying to like, like suss out. So, like reach that way through this like, abil- like through my connection through the god sleep that is up there.
1: Sure, sure. Okay. So, like, allow yourself to, you know, connect with Yui here who has a link to this whole thing and then using just your nebulous power, your, uh, what, you know, the, the unconscious consciousness out there to reach up towards it. Love it. You can, I think that's going to be the check. as basically rend the god sleep into some kind of, like, feelers, like, Metaphysical antennae. Oh
0: my goodness! This die is going to jail. Straight to jail. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, <Go> to jail.
0: <laughs> Nineteen.
1: Nineteen. Using the God Sleep itself as feelers to sort of tether yourself to the God Sleep and to use the God Sleep to reach through. Almost. Am, I, am I getting the sense of that correct?
0: It's like. Yes, weirdly enough, I kind of imagine the tendrils kind of like snake tongues where I'm trying to. Yeah, taste yeah, it. okay, like. Mm, <laughs> hmm. Uh huh. What's
1: the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Is it, is
0: it la or is it somebody else? What's like its Ro? Flavor? Yep.
1: Yeah. Um.
2: Tastes like. bitch. You
1: can, <laughs> as you're sort of flickering your god sleep tongues out there. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> Again, it's really you, sussy. Episode the, it's canon. What do you want from me? This is <laughs> it's, this is where we're at. Um, <laughs> well, licking I just okay, <laughs> there's yeah. a lot of tongue that's, action, that's not really a lot of tongue like action. I didn't, action I didn't this plan that, yeah, necessarily, but it's where we're at. Very, very, um, yeah. You sort of taste this energy, and again, it's the first time that you're really interacting with it, and you too feel that resonance. You feel good, like it, there's a familiarity there, mm-hmm. or kinship that's a better word for it. Um, but it tastes completely new, like almost surprisingly new. If you are actually tasting this food for the first time, Mm -hmm. it's something that we no longer can experience. It's sort of like when you taste chocolate for the first time as a child, right? Mm -hmm. It lights up all those neurons and that's the same sensation that's happening to you. Your godly planeswalking neurons are all firing as this is something new. I'm not talking about, like, you made the snowfall new, or the planet is new, or you're experiencing things with Mortals for the first time. This doesn't align with previous flavors of anything. The God Sleep, La, Uro, the Void, none of it.
0: Ooh, okay. Um, I don't think it's Uro, I don't think it's La, I think it might be... It's new, It's it's... I don't know what it is. And then I'm going to prep um, greater restoration.
1: Great. Okay. Uh, you don't have to roll a contract to stay banished. Does uh, do the banished have to roll a, a save at the end of each? I think they do.
0: Mm. Actually, I
3: don't believe so. Nope. They're just as long as That's you can
1: man- maintain concentration. So funny.
0: Uh,
3: If you maintain concentration, you're good. Dope.
0: Dope, he's just drifting. I could, then he could come back, and then I could cast Plane Shift and just Just send send him him somewhere somewhere else. else. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking about it.
3: He's going on a magical mystery tour. Uh,
1: Okay. So, at the end of this first round, you, having pinged yourself, feel another ping, like a, a godly radar ping coming closer and closer as the air, like, sort of hurtles and a rush from beyond the hills as coming from the eastern horizon you can see a black speck sh- like shooting across the way. Hurtling again rippling you can hear the sound barrier like <laughs> rupture as this black speck increases in size, increases in size, increases in size, as hurtling like a missile from across the eastern horizon, landing like the same, right down onto the southern isle beneath you boom, on his haunches. Standing up from the from the wreckage of his own arrival, is this burly-looking, tall-ish rabbit <laughs> in a jet-black Brooks Brothers suit, just like absolutely tailored.
3: Uh,
1: and he's a he's a little kitted out. He has a a whole like shoulder piece mantle moment that goes down over the biceps of the suit of like wrought stone Ooh. with a little like gl- semi-glowing magma holding the stones he was together. He hanging out with Night me
4: mum.
2: He uh, was hanging out with me mum.
1: Uh, and he just like lands there sort of pulls out the giant carrot stabs it into the ground and someone died. <laughs> there is a lot of death here. One second. He looks over to the, the lake shriveled, dying Tyro. He takes the carrot out, sort of rubs the sides of it a little bit. And just stabs it into the body of Tyro. Like we're And then as he pulls the carrot out, the body goes grayscale. Loses all color completely. Right. Now what? So midnight has been brought here around early. Midnight did okay. What was your? Nineteen. He got an eighteen. So that's that works well for him. Uh, midnight's here now uh, at the top of the second round, and Highland is incoming at the top of the third. So Neverick, you saw the the. I'm not even going to call it a battle the the slaughter, the slaughter of Tyro yeah. and the arrival of uh, of midnight here and as you're standing there that pressure increases a little bit. And this warmth, this sort of like beautiful pins and needles down the back starts to prickle up. And that, that sensation applies to all of you actually as never because you can see the bristling star is significantly closer. You can see this like almost starlight flare of corona flickering around this object in the sky. It's still too far off to, to see if there is an object in it, but you can see there's something physical surrounded by light descending from the heavens.
2: What do you want to do? Hmm. I want to check it out. I want to get closer. I'm going to start flying toward it.
1: Okay, you just flying as yourself, just full never king it at the moment. Yeah. Or are you planes walk off, floating? How visible are your wings, is the question.
2: Uh not as vi- they're not the full You know what, fuck it. Like I said go- when I was the horse Full scent? Yeah, full scent. Yeah, just you know proper. Wings of fire. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> oh, this is lightning. Lightning. Is lightning. Fire and uh Love. Joy, I wanna say. Oh. Joy or love. One of those, a good nice. one. Um, that's a good one. Yeah, the feathers crack with lightning good. as you whoom, just fly up. How far are you going? Fire is love. You, are you Godspeed flying it, or Fire are you... Uh,
2: yeah, might as well. Just uh, No, 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 because no, then I might overshoot it. I'm going to fly as fast as I can norm, as a normal flight. Okay, speed. so it's going to be like 120 feet yeah. up into the air. Okay, so you just whoosh, soar up there. Big,
1: like only two wing beats taking you up as that, with each wing beat there's a rumble of thunder and lightning sort of trading behind you. Uh, roll me a quick perception check, unless you're choosing to reach out with any other sense.
2: That's what I was gonna do, actually. I was gonna reach out through the elements and try and feel with, like, because it seems to be some kind of fire, some kind of energy within that, mm-hmm. that, that has something to do with it. So I was just gonna reach out through the elements to kind of feel through. Sure,
1: sure. What it what it might be. Um. So, uh, just roll me a spellcasting check. 21. 21? Yeah, it, you sort of allow your, that sort of the energy that you're radiating, that crackling lightning, to sort of wend out into the atmosphere and sort of use that atmospheric pressure to, to sense it and gauge it. And it, I can best describe it, it doesn't feel like an elemental energy the energy that this thing is radiating off of is somewhere in the middle of the triangle between the outer sense of, like, pure cold, and then, so using that as one marker, the way Ishtava's magic feels as another marker, and the way Unin's magic actually feels as a third. It's somewhere in the middle of that cross-section. And again, there's, a, a, it's though those are good reference points, it's not like it belongs to any one of those schools, yeah. not even close.
2: I want to try and, well, I just want to see how harmful it is to, okay. I want to try and get clo- close enough to touch it.
1: All right, if you're trying to get close enough to touch it, that is going to be, at the moment, a Godspeed thing, because it's out of the atmosphere Okay. at this moment. Uh, <laughs> Roll me a. Do you remember what, what check I had you use? For Godspeed. For Godspeed in combat specifically? Actually, no. It was dexterity. We are, you aren't in combat. We're in initiative, but you aren't in combat. <laughs> so you. And the area that we're talking about is much smaller than trying to just blink up, you know, yeah. 50 feet. So yeah, you just let your senses stretch and bleed and you focus on that point and just pull the space between you, You bend the world like paper and step across the gap and suddenly snap back right up near it sort of matching its speeds just a little below it and to the left to your left of this thing that is hurtling down, it is covered in this like white, bluish opalescent light and there is something solid in there uh the, looks kind of like a large geode almost. It's like half crystalline and half sort of goopy black liquid. Uh the whole thing is wreathed in it. And I say goopy black liquid, but it's it's that's sort of the best way to describe it. It looks like jet black liquid, like wreathed with specks of light from all the light around it. Um and at, while you're right next to it, you feel Fucking fantastic! It's actually similar to the feeling that you get when you're in your own prime domain, right? You feel supercharged and alive and crackling with potential. And with that godspeed, I am going to have that be your your round here. Okay, that's, yeah, that's fair. Um, But if the question was, does it hurt me to be near it? The answer is no. Okay, absolutely not. Unan. Midnight has landed next to you, resting, arm casually on a carrot.
3: is in the church building over there.
5: Oh.
1: Okay. Is everything all right? No. Looks uh. Looks kind of nasty, honestly. Anybody else getting hurt, or is it just this guy?
0: I'm about to hurt everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Someone better talk me down.
1: <laughs> talk me off the ledge. Talk me off um, the ledge. <laughs> I'm going to get to midnight in a second. What are you doing?
5: I'll be back. Where are you? At Godspeed.
1: Where are you Godspeeding to?
3: The place in the ocean in which I had a vision.
1: Okay. Many, many moons ago. Many, many, many moons ago, in
0: fact. This sounds like some backstory Yeah. Committee. Uh. We
1: had
0: a water nap.
1: Okay. You just let your, almost focus less on a, like a place that you know and more on that vision itself and just let the world bleed around you. The, the ground, these corpses, they all fade away. The last thing you can really feel is the body is dropping as you <clears throat> flit into the deep dark of the water the water, you don't even feel any of it you're just almost pure energy rattling down through the western seas deeper and deeper into the pitch black of this terrain until something far in the deep there are no, there's no life around how far you've flitted as you sort of rend yourself back into a solidified planeswalking form something way down past the point of water even having some kind of gradient of light, it's just ink down there. Something flickers in large amounts of bioluminescence. This radiating thing like a pulse or a heartbeat funnels down this coiled thing way, way, way down there. And as it flickers, you can see this outline of a huge, basically, uh, something that looks rather eel-like, yeah. but in colossal scope, uh, still mostly shaded by, and only unveiled by its brief pulsings of bioluminescence. <laughs> Not in that same, or in that like, the sensation of, of radiant resonant kinship that the comet was giving you. This is like genuine, like you can feel your power ebbing and flowing in unison with this thing down there. A sensation reaches towards you from this glowing eel, whatever it is. It is no words, it is just sense and vibration and force, but it translates in your essence to
3: speak with Uro.
5: You seek creation and you step foot at our precipice. The way to the Maker is through.
1: The road moves a little bit, just a bl- bit closer to you. It must be like a mile or two down, but even that far, as you can see the outline of its like weird, many-eyed head sort of flicker in its own light as it sort of drifts up a little towards you. i awesome. force and you can feel what would be if this thing had a form akin to yours a warm smile but this creature is not gifted with an expressive mouth so in lieu it curls its massive body into a circle and as it does so as it reaches itself again it's just illuminated in the dark by those pulses of its bioluminescent it clamps its unfathomable mouth on its own tail, and its whole body glows. And what could have been misseen before as just like ridges and bioluminescence bleeding through scales now are evidently runes all over its body that flare this bright green, and where there was darkness, just in the gap made by its body, that flares to life and opens this shimmering gateway. And you dive on through. Okay. With Unan vanishing from your collective senses, midnight <clears throat> having just sort of seen <laughs> seen Unin go. Um. Should I be in standby? There's a whole lot of guys here. I think they're uh, they look uh, they look on edge. They're about to go. Should I should I come and collect?
0: Yes. Stand back,
1: <clears throat> and as the bodies are raining into the the pit, basically, and they're starting to stitch to themselves of their own accord, now forming just like massive limbs of limbs with no seeming form in sight. Uh, let me get the carrot stats up.
0: The carrot stats.
1: <laughs> Dead root. Uh. Yep. I mean, we know Dan, right? Dan's gonna spend his six if he's been told to, to go for it.
0: Uh-huh, yeah. oh yeah.
1: Midnight's just gonna <sighs> hoist the carrot up onto his shoulder like it was a, you know, a rocket launcher or something, mm-hmm. and he just smacks the side of the carrot and says, let's get to work. And from the carrot he just fingers of death, the, the flesh construct here. <laughs> uh, I have to look that up. Spell pit stop because it's, I think it's a save,
0: right? Rule's pizza. Finger of death?
1: Finger of death, yeah, it's a cotton save. Cocked as hell.
0: What if it was a charisma save? Just like, can you you imagine, like
1: I don't want to. <laughs> Dying, not for some, me, thanks. No. Some,
3: some saves are charisma-based. It's actually, it's and you're like, wow. In those, oh. I'm like, what? <laughs> uh,
1: does somebody feel like rolling 7d8 for me, please? I can do that on my computer.
0: 78. Uh, 7d8. Okay, hold on, we're almost there. We're almost there, six, seven. Um, we'll
1: roll again, just a 36. And can you add 30 to that, please?
0: 66. (laughs)
1: 66? Uh, great. This thing, the flesh construct, just a beam, gets blasted out of it as corpses sort of, or now proper corpses, where they weren't quite corpses yet, get blasted out the back of this thing's sort of form uh, as it takes. A load of damage. That's put us at, okay, um, and this thing sort of continues to try and stagger back together, still pulling corpses or or almost corpses towards itself with that red energy. Uh, the little trinket, that horn trinket, now has been sort of dragged by the myriad hands mm-hmm. into the form of this construct from. Uh <clears throat> Tyros corpse. So again Um Things not going down so easy. It's a whole lot of things that have to die. Uh, might be here a minute. Any uh any chance uh, you've got a plan?
0: I will be there soon. <laughs> I don't know why I said it like law when
1: I said that, I but mean. you've been you've been doing your law. Oh, so. Yes. Yeah, um okay. Oh, yeah. yes. Uh, So that's gonna be Midnight, so Midnight's just, like, basically stanced up, still there dealing with this construct. Uh, we then go to the person who was not seen last time, but was acting, and now is visible, as they pull themselves out of the, basically, rubbles of bodies in this mass grave. Uh, sort of coming up through an otherwise fairly, like, covered-up pathway that's only been exposed by the removal of bodies into this construct. Black-robed Luna steps up and out onto the ruin of the Southern Isle, holding a like metal sigil, sort of almost moving on its own, wreathed with some kind of red energy. And she shouts at the top of her lungs, everybody please stop. Let us explain ourselves. We are this close to saving so many people Please, don't let it be for nothing now! If any of you are listening to me! Give me a chance!
0: Do we hear this even though we're not there?
1: She, uh, by some form of magical means, uh, her voice is being projected from somewhere. So it's easy to hear, even if you're not necessarily like, you don't yeah, I was like you I don't even... hear. Mm-hmm. and uh, actually neither I'm, do you. Mm-hmm. But Midnight and you, Darby <laughs> yes you do.
4: Do I believe her?
1: You can certainly roll me an
0: insight. What the fuck? a did, like,
1: did the half pipe <laughs> there.
0: Um, that is. 25.
1: She feels like she's telling the truth.
0: Okay. Okay. A little bit of soft magic. Please. I'm going to scoop up Yui into my arms and teleport to this woman, And inspired by my dear friend Unan, grab her by the throat, <laughs> <laughs> and lift her up, and I'm letting my godly essence <laughs> And, like, underneath the hood, because the hood is on, you just see it's like darkness and like the void swirling, but the eyes are like starfire. Speak quickly.
1: She, like, you, I mean, you scoop Yui up, you flash warp down there in a single instant, sort of not even faltering as you come out of that minor godspeed to just get her up. Mm -hmm. And she's wide-eyed, half from the choking, half from the fact that she is engulfed in your essence. But she's, whereas Godwin, you know, broke down, she is trying her hardest to maintain some sort of resolve.
5: These people, they were sick,
1: they were dying. I held them off, they held their own faith in that their sacrifices should mean something. Yui, her sacrifice, it has to mean something. For her own sake, we kept her safe. The blessing,
0: it could have done so much. Stop speaking in riddles and tell me what you're working toward.
5: We want to wish, and we want for
1: it to mean something. I kept the sick and dying alive so that their last breaths wouldn't be writhing on their own deathbeds and would mean something to call the star down to us as opposed to losing it in the sea. Yui's dreams, we brought them forth into truth. So we know that star holds power. And why let it go to waste when it could be used by us to save others? That's all we wanted. She can't, her eyes are like almost blistering. She can't look at you for too long, but she's done what she can. Midnight? Mm -hmm. Thoughts? Doesn't make much of a difference to me either way. Really, I mean, they were dying then, they're dying now.
0: Sometimes, life ends. That is the way it works. You cannot prolong the dying and the suffering. This is not how you get what you want, and maybe you haven't gotten a wish, and maybe you haven't gotten an answer because you are not worthy. Do you think that this is the actions of one who is worthy? No. No. And now we have to come here and clean up your mess. Like the children that you are.
4: I'm sorry, I didn't. We could have done so much. We could have done so much.
0: There is an easier way to get what you want, and that's to ask and ask the right people. And obviously your saint was not the right person.
1: The little talisman she's holding, she drops it, and as she drops it, uh, all the that like red lightning, the vein like red lightning that was cracking through the corpses, just fades and ebbs away like a like somebody bled out. And as it does so, the corpses that were held in some ridiculous construct just drop and even the, the bodies that were still clinging to some form of life in the grave, almost immediately there's a, like an a underscoring of choking coughs, last scrabbling breaths as the whole batch of them in fairly quick order expires. Which prompts Midnight to like immediately start, like fairly gently, honestly, going around this pit of bodies and like just administering them, seeing to them, gathering them up. Almost, you know. Harvesting those, those, and that's that's too cold a word or casual word. But uh, as you shepherd them when they are, in the beyond, he shepherds them to the beyond. Mm-hmm. So that's what he sort of immediately jumps to doing. Almost distracted by it. And we are indeed. Out of initiative, uh, as Luna basically uh, just lets go of all resistance in your arms, and what that means for you, Neverick, is that the as you're following this falling star, it suddenly veers away drastically. And starts almost plummeting and curving on its own axis and orbit, uh, as opposed to this like needle straight line that it seemed to be on. Uh, are you still following it? Yes, yeah. it, it's heading west.
5: Yeah, out west.
1: It's still falling, and you guys can still, f- or you can't. You can still feel its, if that resonance and that that sort of connection, that tether to it even as it begins to list in the sky. Still growing closer and closer to the atmosphere and whatnot, but peeling out of place. Mm-hmm. Uh, And Yui on your shoulder stops convulsing. And her breaths start, instead of this like, <laughs> they become a lot more open, but a lot slower. Mm-hmm. in your room. wheels started rolling and we could not
5: bring ourselves to stop it turning. Please forgive us. Please.
0: I don't want excuses to be the last thing you say on this earth.
5: What would you have us do?
0: How many will be left of you after the dead pass?
5: Fewer than a hundred, it's hard to say.
0: I drop her, so that she can like... Like,
1: (coughs) (coughs) As a gesture, she like, lands sort of wherever she, near the sigil that she had, and she pushes it away. She takes the scythe off of her back, still like, Clasp and clasp together and lays it out in front of her as well. And she raises herself up on her knees and just sort of sits there halfway looking at you.
0: The world is new. So are your people. And what little time you have of existence, you should not be spending it harming in whatever name, whatever greater good you concoct. We did not concoct.
1: I promise you this was done in...
5: To give ourselves meaning. The people suffering from our plagues here, they... they, We forced this upon no one. And you... She was never given a choice
1: fate did not let Yui decide on her own burdens so we helped her as best we could and gave herself and all of us purpose wrong though it may have ended the road we started on was destined for greatness.
0: Some gods will not ever heed your call. That is the way of things. Others will. You happen to be speaking to one who listens
5: And what would a God who listens have to say?
0: Sometimes to heal and to fix what is sick, you have to let it die. With death there is life. It's why the farmers burn their fields and the new growth begins. Do you understand? You need to let these people go. You humans can do great things. This is not one of them. And in return, for you never going down this road again, you will be given something. And I look to midnight. And is Highland here yet?
1: I was about to say Highland is uh, literally about to arrive, but it's—I didn't want to interrupt this moment because it's—it's hard to not interrupt with a world beacon. You is dying. You right. is—you can absolutely feel it.
0: This is some soft magic, and you can tell me if I can do Please. this or not. Um, and if I can call out to the essence of my other two gods to help me as well, if that's possible. I want to lay Yui on the ground and cleanse her and then with an essence of me and Midnight and Hylan and Unin and Neverick, I want to combine it and put it into her chest
1: Plant the divine
3: seed.
2: Uh,
0: you could say no. I, well,
2: Wait, I'm not going to do it. If that. you, because I had an idea as well to go along with this, because of this thing I'm following. How big is it?
1: Uh, as it is hurtling down towards you, it's like it's, it's sizable. It's it's at the moment uh, looks city sized. Okay.
2: They cast reduce on it. Uh, you can certainly try. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh is there a save on that? I've I save for a comment. not done that before. 100 percent In fact, actually before we get to any of this, what is your general idea Yeah, yeah So what I wanted, do,
2: I, wanted to, I wanted to do, I wanted wanted to... case Decrease its size, and also, yeah, decrease the size, and because it didn't seem harmful, mm-hmm. it only seemed harmful if the impact hit right. Regulus. So I wanted to decrease its size and carry it down in my hands. I'll say we can get to that,
1: but I think this is happening more immediately. Before. That's what I
2: said, I wanted to use it to help right. Yui, so that's um, all I was asking. Sure. Yeah. I
1: think this is a the the time is a little different. There's, yeah. No worries. Um. And you but can I've,
0: also say, no, I'm not lending my essence. That's exactly what up. I was
1: about to ask the pair of you, is I think as you're up there, so you might be able to use some of its energy for sure, but the act of reducing it and bringing it is just too long. Even you, in a space we will talk about after the break, you both feel, and this isn't like the ping, this is like a, uh, Like it's like playing your godly strings, there's like a twang in the back of your consciousness of, one of your own, truly your own, requesting energy, requesting divine presence. And you can feel it's a stava asking to have this energy and something specific lent. So my first question to each of you is, do you choose to lend it? as is as reaching out towards you, and you choose to accept this outstretched hand, what piece of your essence do you choose to give? Could be a memory? A power? An idea?
2: What I... What I do is... I think this is the way never does things. Um, I pluck off one of the feathers from my wing and just allow all five of the elements to flow through it. And then I just let it fall. And yeah. It's gonna guide itself like a feather yep. to where it's supposed to go to its job. You
1: imbue one of your own pieces of like one of the part of yourself that really is emblematic of yourself you energize it with the elements and you let it drop and it drifts for a split second before almost becoming essence and god speeding itself back down to Regulus Midnight still in the act of like of you know reaping reaping, uh basically just takes a moment has one hand on you know a, a passing body here lifts dead root high and lets some of that almost the other side of it right the the the, the part of dead root and the part of midnight's magic that is imbued with uh, growth and change the act of change' it's like the essence of crossing a threshold pass from his own essence into the carrot and drift into you. But, well, uh, yeah, I think I'll, I'll, since you're here and being part of this before solidifying this ritual, what part of yourself are you giving to this ritual?
0: The blue tinted stars from the god Sleep? I'd, like, gather them up and combine it so that when she opens her eyes again, instead of cloudy it will be her eyes.
1: Okay. And as you're receiving this feather, receiving the essence of change, the godly threshold, there's a beam of light multicolored light radiating down from the clouds and just landing in the middle of the town square right in front of the statue and as this beam which you would recognize well to be the world beacon ceases and like dissipates into that celestial liquid standing there almost as a mockery of the statue behind them is Highland. this tall sort of well built humanoid with Horns set in, that tousled red hair um, spear slung over the back. Huh. Sort of noticing all in front of him. Uh you called.
0: Do you remember this place?
1: I too? If I'm supposed to, I'm sorry. This seems like a bad time.
0: You are the patron saint of mortals, yes? Sure. These humans have been asking for you for decades with no answer and they've turned to ugly action. And I'm not saying it's necessarily your fault because they should take responsibility for their actions. But it would be good if you helped make it right. And this girl, I believe she can help us all. She sees things. She was unjustly put in this situation, of course. and perhaps it will show those that we can be as merciful and giving as we can at ending your very existence.
1: Highland sees Luna, the one you sort of. Want to- focusing this on he nods at you he walks over very gracefully you know solid footsteps but they don't make much of a sound as he steps towards Luna and he leans down gets down low towards her I'm
5: sorry I never heard your calls
1: whoever you were Asking for it wasn't me. But you can ask for me now. I am Hylan. It's
5: nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. He'll be okay.
1: He sort of looks like let puts his hand on her back for a moment, and there's just a like. Soft dappling of like sunset colored light, and Luna stills.
5: (sighs) It'll be all right.
1: Leaving her for a moment, comes over to you and sort of sits down next to Yui, breathing very shallow now, but peaceful. As you've let your energy wend over her a lot of her years of, of almost torturous disfigurement. They don't, doesn't disappear, but it just seems less irritated, less aggravated, less, has less of a hold on her. Clouded eyes shut, really, at this point, as your starlight's really open. Puts his hand on her as well. I don't know much about what I'm doing really,
5: but if you want me to help, I, I think I can.
0: Do you want to know a secret? I look over at Luna so she can't hear. I have no
5: idea what I'm doing most of the time. I just do it. I can do that. I can do that. I think that's what I can give. what I can give
1: he sort of settles and that sunset sort of dappled light radiates through his palm into her as he gifts or just really transmutes that essence that Ireland and himself or themselves uh, embodies the ability to choose and the ability to have strength in one's own self one's own decisions at this point. At least gifting a mortal the understanding of that. So with the combined essences of yourself, the light from the god sleep, choice from Hyland, change the threshold from midnight and the flight of the elements from Nevric. And As this small, ruined little village stills, how would you like to finish this ritual?
0: I place my hands so that one is kind of on her stomach and one's on like her chest. like to implore you to come and help us build a better world so that no child ever experiences what you've experienced. With your sight, your visions, in a new, whole body, we can help humans and all sorts of races. But we cannot do it without your help. Let this be your choice. If you say no, you may pass on. But if you would like to fight for the living, and for that mortal will to endure that runs through me as well, Open.
1: The moment passes as your words transmute from simple thought into energy and change. And the essence of the feather, the god sleep stars, the essences provided by Midnight and Highland, almost melt away and mingle into this just effervescence this energy that you are imbuing into Yui and for a moment that's all there is just this vibrating energy until something catches and that vibration is met and mimicked by a resonance within Yui as that energy begins to seep into her as her body accepts this change, and it starts slowly from the sites where you've had your hands on or over her her chest and and torso. Her ruined skin begins to smooth and ripple out, imbued by the essence of Midnight's Threshold, as her skin re-stitches and solidifies and smooths out into something not at all failing anymore. Almost as if her skin was replaced with a beautiful dappled liquid metal. Confines her body. Reshapes it, basically. Resets it. It reaches up tendril-like to her jaw, where it sort of just splays into her face, but doesn't overtake it. Letting that change reset and smooth out her facial features into something that has Not been battered and bruised by all that it has seen. And her eyes snap open, but in their place of these like cataracted, wounded, broken eyes are replaced with two gleaming, glittering blue stars. And the sight, the light that these eyes reflect, this twinkling, almost celestial blue, is refracted around her head as a thin, almost halo of blue light that instead of being up here it's down here around the level of her eyes and this blue light refracts into that one blue feather shimmering with the elements which then settles down somewhere between her shoulder blades still lying on the ground that then blossoms and blooms like a flower into two beautiful wings that at first cocoon her Almost. As the transformation continues, as that sunset-dappled light etches its way through the fletching of all these feathers and the angel wings, basically, so the halo continues to glow, as that choice imbued by Hylan and imbued by your words takes shape and is decided. As her eyes flash clear, bright, brilliant blue. And the halo flashes to boot as this feathered cocoon drifts up before the wings flutter open, reveal, and like stay completely outstretched for a moment. As this new Yui, glittering, shimmering like mercury in her own iridescent blue light, red hair now full into some form of braid behind her head, clothed in almost like half chainmail half robe out of links of god sleep as the wings then fold back she touches the ground
5: hello I am Yui I am that of dreams, and that of sight. And it is good to see you.
1: And that is where we'll take our break for the moment. <gasps> we will come back from break. Uh, let's say, let's well, only if you guys are okay, if you wanna do like a quick five, we don't even have to put the video on just so we yeah. can like go to the bathroom, get a drink yeah. of water, and then Tie a couple loose ends up here before we wind down for the night mm-hmm. because we have to uh, come back and look at uh, a certain someone. A certain someone. Uh, so, for those of you at home, uh, just take a quick break. Let's say let's be back at
0: uh, 8:50? Yeah. 8:50. If you have any questions, feel free to pop them in the chat. Please,
2: please, happy to ask.
0: Um, well and answer. thanks for the subscription, J Topic. And
2: welcome. Welcome.
1: Hello. Thank you kindly, friends. Uh, see you back shortly. Get a snack, get a drink. Refresh. Nice. (laughs) Well done. Uh, Right, we are back. Hope you're hydrated. Hope you are snacked up. Because we're getting into it. As a new god is born on the grounds of Regulus, in two different spaces, wheels are still turning. Mm -hmm. Nevric, in the skies above Regulus, this colossal comet imbued with some sort of unknown energy and awareness hurtles down with you flying matching its speed beneath it. It is careening off further <laughs> west through the atmosphere, but at this point it has broken through the atmospheric layer and is just sort of, it, the tendrils of its own energy and light are sort of reaching out and it's like Ishtava's God's Tongues flicking and tasting the air as this comet shrinks a little bit, it's now sort of like the size of a small Mountain or hill, uh, but it's plummeting across the ocean.
2: So, my plan here we're going going big or going home, right? So, ninth level spell, we're going with true polymorph object to creature. Okay, you what do you want to transmute the object into? This will be. The first Pegasus. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Perfect. God. Okay. Other than myself, of course. Do you have to touch it, or do you just have to see it? Uh, it just has to be... Hold on, sorry, I have it open. One minute. Oh, uh, <laughs> as long as I'm within 30 feet. <laughs> hmm Which you are. You sort of let your energy wend out, and you
1: target the sort of geode-like crystalline rock part of this thing, and will it? into the shape of that you took before, this flying horse now made of crystal and starlight. And as you pull away the stone and crystal of this thing and form the pegasus out of it in the wake of this comet trail, the comet doesn't stop. You've just exposed its interior. As you melt the rocky outer shell of this thing, it exposes a humongous, basically, worm. It's this white thing coiled and bent around itself like a huge pretzel slumbering or otherwise unconscious head nestled into itself as this sort of organic boulder basically hurtling through space and its body is the same colour as the sort of white wispy essence around it Uh, and it seems to be exuding from this thing's flesh or form. Uh, and other than that, since it is reeds in the energy, it's hard to make more out of it, but you've just now exposed it. It's considerably smaller now, uh, I would still put it in on the gargantuan scale, but it's no longer like a world-ending impact. It still hurtles. This pe-crystalline pegasus imbued with this energy floats along beside you, uh, almost making these chiming sounds. Like, these beautiful alien wind chimes as it beats its wings and sort of looks to you.
2: I... look at the Pegasus, and... I... I just issue. It's not even like through speech. Just through like a connection. Just one command, and it's to move. Help this thing f- as it's falling. Push it toward the ocean, away from land. Again, that it resounds with that strange chime as
1: it bows its head to you. And a couple beats of its crystal wings. It flies under this falling worm and nestles its bulk between the ridges of its back and its wings and tilts it even further west and sort of pushes back up against it so it's not quite falling as fast combination of your godly command and your godly creation of it along with it being formed from this mass allows it to exert some sort of impact over this falling worm and it continues to veer are you going to follow it? yeah Okay. it careens further and further gently descending now still at a great speed but not quite as dire further west as far as you can go till this pegasus this newly formed pegasus seems to determine a landing spot amidst the what looks like way out in the distance some basically uh, you know when the undersea like vents and volcanoes spew magma and gradually it breaches the surface and you've got little, not even islands but solidified volcanic rock in a shitty little peninsula. Yeah. Sort of one of those and it seems to be guiding this falling object down to that spot. Sort of to uh, maybe lessen the blow or some such as opposed to just dunking it in the ocean. You're going to allow it? Yeah. Okay. With one final nod of ascent and chime, this pegasus sort of releases its weight from the, the comet, which hurtles and hits the rock. And this brilliant white glow washes over the planet, stemming from this beacon piercing the the sky from this one spot so bright that you all the way across the western seas on the shores of Regulus can see this beacon pierce the sky and then a brief wash of energy and there is a power that you feel just almost like a, a, a faucet that's been opened amidst all of you even you, where you are for you, Nevric, you can see as the, the light sort of begins to clear a little bit, that the impact of this being has caused a serious divot amongst these little outcroppings to the point where it has displaced some of the water and a sizable island has formed around it uh, amidst, in the center, basically a crater where this n- now sprawled pale white worm still sort of lies pretzeled in on itself. And you too feel the power that is washed from its impact. The ninth level spell, Wish, is now accessible to you.
0: I wish for Law to get the fuck out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, okay. And that's what you're, we're going to hold you here, still flying above, with the Pegasus rising back to meet you. Unun having willed yourself through the gateway opened by this uh, aquatic kindred of yours, you find yourself in a space very much like a modern-day simulation of standing amidst the human brain watching synapses fire. It's this vast, deep, royal blue space filled with almost tree-like nexuses of of energy and light sort of thrumming and pulsing signals everywhere it could be made of electricity even or, or data or code and it spreads out everywhere all these different tree trunks of spiraling fractaline energy amidst this seemingly infinite space that you specifically are sort of aware of an edge somewhere and all of these trees of light and energy all connect to this massive sphere of iridescent emerald green, crackling power, far down below you, but big enough that it's all you can. It engulfs your entire immediate uh, foresight, uh, and you you know this power well. It's true source somewhere buried under layers of idea and concept and force and power. Mm -hmm. But in this space, you feel like you are very, very small and all at once contain multitudes as the thing in front of you uh, radiates understanding. what do you wish to convey to the vastness of energy before you?
3: I don't understand them. I don't know expecting but there is so much deceit and
5: misguided
3: I don't know what you would have me do, but I don't. I can't watch your creation eat itself.
1: The firing synapses sort of slow a little bit across the multitudes of them. And you feel a focusing of energy as if you were an ant under a magnifying glass before everything flashes for a moment bright white light for a second, and then as it recedes, you are in uh, a very sparsely, lowly, or, or what's the opposite of dense? White? A, um, a not densely packed forest. Angel food yeah. cake. <laughs> An angel food cake forest? Great. <laughs> really uh, yeah, sparse? Sparse. There was go. what's the worst? Forest sparse forest, yep. um, trees <laughs> you really far apart, Beautiful, clear blue sky, green grass everywhere. Um, it's what the Heart Wilds looked like when you first uh, found your way here and met Kindred there. Mm-hmm. Though you don't sense the presence of the Heart Tree anywhere. Yeah. And as you stand in this field, uh, a your realm-walking form, the slightly bigger with no eyes. I'm not talking like white eyes. There's just eyelids and nothing in them. Um, oh, so like yeah. holes. But the, and it's not even like dark, like skeletal pits or anything. That it's just like well, of course. Why would there be eyes there? Okay. Like slender man. Um, that's sort of yeah. Hate it. Oh. And but otherwise, it's your drow-esque realm walking form. Mm-hmm. They're just slightly different, almost funhouse mirrored. And they stand there, observing everything with you. Changed a lot, hasn't it? Since, I mean.
2: Yes. Do you like it better this way?
1: Or the way it is now?
5: Hmm.
3: Previously, I I thought it was my duty to just love what it is. But that has become difficult.
1: Good. Good, that is useful. If you were given full control of their direction, these, our creations, Where would you have them end? End? Yes, what... Where would you drive them
5: towards? You needn't...
1: You needn't decide upon that at this moment. Necessarily. But if you struggle watching them at all on the course that they're on now, you have my blessing to adjust it. Correct it as meticulously as you see fit. I fear my tools are grander than the ones you wield and
5: It is more fitting this way.
3: I have seen the meddling of ones like myself in there. I don't know if I, I don't have the temperament
1: Hmm. So you cannot stand to watch them, but you don't wish to alter them either.
5: I am in conflict. So it would seem. Perhaps... Why did you make me? Why did I make you? You know. Part of you must.
4: I...
3: I just don't seem to fit everything else that you've made.
1: He looks out to the field for a moment, the other you. And when he looks back towards you, his form has changed. Instead of the funhouse version of your planeswalking self, there is a small child, comprised entirely of like scribbles of white green light. You can sense childlike energy from them, but also a a weight, a gravity, a force. They reach up to you with their hand.
5: Take it. I take it.
1: This child of light walks you down the forest a bit. Sort of into where it starts to get a little denser. In the middle of a small copse of trees here, there is a patch of grass that looks. A little withered a little rotted even Wilted and, and tired and fading.
5: That grass is bad. It's not happy. Why why is it bad?
3: because it is it does not have intention so you mean bad is and why has it gone bad because it is temporary
1: sometimes they go bad faster sometimes slower but this one and the child points to a one of the blades of grass in the middle that's like exceptionally rotted away, like chewed up, blackened a little seepage at the ends. This one was first. And it went all the way around, and now all of this went bad. And you, it takes your hand again and sort of pulls you down towards the grass, almost at its level, and takes your hand. It makes you draw just like trace a ring around the patch of sort of rotten grass, and as you draw that line, or as it makes you draw that line in your fingers' wake, a line of like searing green heat blisters all the grass around it, causing this scorched like moat between the healthy grass and the rot. And as the circle completes. The green flame flares up again and pulses inward and just turns that rotted grass to ash, leaving just soil in its wake. As it finishes the line here, lifts your hand up. That is what you do. You are different and different is good. It helps. Now this grass won't go bad.
5: Hmm. I understand. Do not fear difference. That is not for our ilk.
1: Do you wish I hadn't made you?
5: Things would surely be simpler. But simple is no fun.
3: So you would have me do what I choose
1: to? Until otherwise said yes. I understand.
3: What is it that was falling to the earth just now?
5: I think I dreamed it once. I
1: thought it remained that way. Perhaps not. It is here now.
5: It is not something I can remove. And nor do I think I wish to. Do you need anything else, child? No. Find
1: Indra again if you should. Or I will find you if I am wanting some company. child takes both of your hands again.
5: And if you need time away, just go. Thank you. Good. Be swifter to act next time.
1: As it lets go of your hand, the fields wash away, and you're just in deep ocean. Again. Right horn. the clouds have wisped away completely at the breaching of that white beacon and the wish water washing over you. Yui 2.0 stands there or floats <laughs> there, wings still tucked away but just ever so off the ground. Nui? Nui. Nui.
4: Nui. Nui.
1: nice! Uh...
4: Fucking
1: shred that (laughs) ark! Okay. Uh, Nui is sort of watching the beacon for a moment. Then turns back to you and to Brighthorn.
5: This place looks better than I thought. Brighter, maybe. Softer, I can't tell. And you, I think I, I don't know how to say what I ought to say to you, and I can't quite remember why I need to say it. But I think I should be thanking you. So.
0: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what a moment, Ruiner. It's the it's the price we
1: pay for all the perfect music timing. Yeah. yeah. So it's, uh... <laughs> Brilliant. Um. Le- come again <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> let me just say it now and then perhaps we will be done with it thank you for whatever it was you did to her that I was
5: she's very grateful I am very grateful
0: I just ask one thing use your new gifts wisely
5: I think
1: I have an idea or it was a given I I think I know what I what I want to do whoever is out there or ends up being out there like the girl that I was this time they'll have me Good. This time, they'll have me. She looks around to sort of just take in the scene again. I think I might like to leave this place, though.
0: Hmm, me too.
5: At least for a time.
0: Without meaning offence, I think this place should be cleansed. I think the earth needs to be cleansed. Of what? The disease and the pain to bring forth new life. Healthy life.
1: So how do we do that? the Highland sort of leans in. When you say cleansed, you don't mean, you don't mean, cause I don't know how I.
0: I don't mean that yet. But if, and I look at Luna, if any of you step out of line, it will mean that.
1: Luna is at this point just like basically trying to sc- haphazardly and fruitlessly scoop earth onto the exposed mound of corpses.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Basically, mm-hmm. the only other thing of note is busting out of the tower, you hear a clattering <laughs> um, <laughs> a, like a clattering and a cluttering and a
5: breathless,
1: half armored maddened Godwin on the balcony of the tower.
3: He's this campaign's written hat. He
1: (laughs) hollers out over everything. People of Brighthorn! It's always the paladin.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's always the paladin. It is.
1: It just is. (laughs) People of Brighthorn! These traitors lie in our midst.
5: These false gods. They have deceived us. They have taken us from the path of the light. And we will do them no kindness!
0: Can I do something? Please. <laughs> <laughs> I shift into that very tall, handsome, dark-skinned man that I was using to fuck with these two in yeah, my domain yeah. in a suit that is immaculate and kind of looks like Midnight's. It's definitely going like,
3: to go yeah, straight up men in black right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> I... <laughs> Midnight
1: just, in, in fact, gets up and like... <laughs> like gives you is your like whatever your second is, you know. Keep my
3: wife's name <laughs> out of your.
4: <laughs>
1: <No>.
0: <laughs> Topical. If the rabbit
1: had shades, the rabbit would put. Them yeah. In. Yeah.
0: And I say, I may be merciful in my my male American accent. <laughs> <laughs> that is this sure. version of Ishtaba,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> But I do have a line, and I'm going to cast Plane Shift on him. And I'm going to send him... I'm going to, because I just like like the spice, I'm going to send him to the magic plane.
1: Does he have to... I, I have mean... to
0: make a, a spell attack.
1: Hmm. Yeah, you can go for that.
0: I don't know if it'll work.
1: I don't, I don't think you need to worry about it unless you critfail. Um... Didn't do that. Uh, yeah,
0: (laughs) I I think I hit. Probably. Let's see. What's
1: your... Let me just look up Plane Shift for one second.
0: 26. 26?
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, Plane, Shift, blah blah blah...
2: Uh... Yeah, they, okay. It's, I don't know why I do it when he has coffee. It's him yelling traitors at yeah, uh, a group of gods. Mm. <laughs>
0: it's like uh, I own you.
1: <laughs> you just like, I may be merciful. What was the end of the line? But I have a line. But I have a line. Again, for the second time today, you just flick your wrist, and that <laughs> nebula mist passes over him so quickly, and you hear, no, no, again. <laughs> just, <sighs>
0: To see him again, probably gone.
1: <laughs> I can't wait to see him again.
0: He's gonna become some kind of lich <laughs> vanished
1: into uh, somewhere in theory the plane of pure magic itself. And Yui tilts again, seeing everything through the lens of that tilted halo. Oh, that's my.
5: We could stand to do a little cleaning down here.
0: Mm
5: -hmm. I can help with that if you like.
0: I would love that. Can I?
3: Unless you're you're still going. Can I do something (coughs) wild? (coughs) Want to stop this before? (laughs) If if we want to, (coughs) I. So, am I back in the. You're in the zone. Plane? Okay.
1: Yeah. Where you found Indra before?
3: I, I nod to the sea serpent and thanks, and I still see them. No. Uh, I, I nod to nothing. Milady. <laughs> <laughs> to rocket up out of the ocean out of the atmosphere into like into space amount of steel it basically. Oh yeah. That that was the visual. Yeah. <clears throat> I want to and if this like <clears throat> I want to use the power of, of my god core mm-hmm. and am okay with it ha- like taking like all like sacrificing into like god sleep in, in a sense like to <clears throat> I want to make like an anti-heart
1: that is the moon.
0: I'll help. Bing me,
1: boom, boom.
2: Yeah, be me, be me up Scotty. Like
0: <laughs> as long as one of the crater's shaped like a middle finger pointing at know, that please. law. Please. As
2: a yes. not, and I guess
3: the anti is not exactly no, the, I'm, the I'm correct I'm idea. Is a, because a it, foil
1: it, basically to the half. Yes. Yeah.
3: In the sense like because um and as the, as the like Are we the drama? as as pure energy is like just leaking out of the God core ec- expresses his his like his pain uh ping to
4: <laughs> like, Power
3: <laughs> to to the to his friends on earth or Regulus. And to the heart, very specifically, and just says, "This is my will." And just,
1: yeah. So I'm not even going to have any rolling for for this necessarily, with the the literal consent of the other of the two gods at the table, just like that awareness and connectivity between the three of you, in the wake of this comet, with some of that wish energy still lingering in the air, pieces of the rock left in its wake as it fell, along with just your force and from chunks of the cosmos, you in charged by the rage and all you felt, and told to do what you want to do by your creator, you zoom out of the ocean like a bullet, up and into the upper atmosphere, and proclaiming your will, forge what appears in the sky and you can see it as this glittering silvery white orb and within it you form effectively a demiplane and as it solidifies and seals and flickers across the sky you all feel a shift Like a, 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 it's like a vertigo moment in the three of you as you just feel something almost internally and externally within your outer consciousnesses something move and shift and click somewhere else. And as soon as that shift settles within all three of you, you all feel strong and grounded and firm as your prime domains have just found their new resting place whether that was intentional on your part or otherwise, they have moved. It was intentional. Or it was wanted. And as you stare at your creation, and Ashtava, you see Yui not only taking stock of what she's thinking and what she sees, but uh, resting, coming to rest a hand on Hyland's shoulder, and them almost sharing some a little nod. Neverick hovering above this island and the crater, this white worm, seems to stir a little bit and pivot and look up, and all of its little eyes open all over its bulbous, rounded, fleshy head as it looks up at the new moon. And that's where we'll pick up next week as we wind down uh, with the gods.
0: Should, should you explain that? To yeah, the...
1: so here's what's happening. For the folks at home the folks listening later, uh, the great experiment of the epic level campaign happened, and we went wild with it. Uh, and it just, we don't feel like we get to stretch our muscles enough. Right, and that's a fairly ubiquitous feeling. So we've come up with the future of the Regulus campaign, this foreseeable future. We're gonna have next week, which is gonna be spent as a you know, a capstone tying up what we want to tie up, finalising these little story beats, and also whatever your moments, your last moments role playing the gods for now wants to be, just to set the stage for act two for Regulus, yet to be named. Maybe. Uh, brotherhood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some such. Right, let's, yeah.
2: Exodus Colin, Column Brotherhood.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: Colin Brotherhood.
1: We area. are column. going to then spend column. the week in between after next Monday uh, basically talking as the four of us and chatting with Diane and Woody as well about what the ripple effects are from the gods on from these events and basically how the next probably hundreds of thousands of regular. St- Years of history are shaped, so that when we come back, we're going to be spending a good few weeks in Act Two, uh, in the in the world of Regulus as human beings, who have grown up and existed. Mortals. Uh, yeah, mortals—that's the better word yeah. for it. Mortal beings, or some you know variation thereof, who have lived in the world long since affected by these gods and their legacies, uh, and get to explore that on a more you know grounded. Boots on the ground, D and D sort of level, just so we can do what we like to do, basically. Yeah, it's because
3: like we we created the sandbox, yeah. now we get to play
1: in yeah. said sandbox. Yeah. We built for at least for at least act two.
3: Mm-hmm. Act three is pending. maybe yeah. maybe could be. There's
1: there's a potential for act three, but at the very least, at the end of the the day, I have a time limit on my time as DM here because I have a gig that I'm going to be doing in July. So, or late June, or whenever it is. So, I'm going to be running the gamut till then, and that's what we'll be spending on our Act Two of Regulus in the future for them, basically. So, that's that's what we're setting stage for. Needless to say, next week we'll be uh, saying goodbye to our gods, to the new gods of Regulus. For now. For now. Saying, saying, say, 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 see you soon. See you
2: soon. See you next time.
1: Um, <laughs> Don't go far, basically. Mm-hmm. But that's that's where we're at. That's sort of what is on the on the forefront. So it's definitely a good time to get in on the ground floor of the Bard's New York Discord, because there's as we you know solidify the world, uh, we'll love to hear what you guys think. To be honest, Mm
0: -hmm. some myth creating would be really fun to do.
1: That's another huge part of what we're looking today. Is you know how you have all these stories of well, one time Orion the Hunter walked in on Artemis doing Artemis things, and Artemis got angry and yeeted him into the stars. It's, we're going to be making stuff like that like mm-hmm. you know the myths of these gods as time passed interacting with the world as it had already been formed as opposed to while it was forming because um, that's more fun for us to have on the back burners for them to play in that world that's then fully formed so that's that's the next next goal but wild session today guys good stuff you you took the note of swing on. for the fences yeah, and leave we it on the fences. Um, good stuff that's, that's all I've really got for today. Nice. Uh, I think we've said it all. Yeah, yeah. I think, think we went for it. Uh, okay. Are we going to raid anyone
0: We're going to raid someone. Yeah. Let's, Let's raid. raid. We will see you next week on Monday. We will. And um, see you all on Sunday over at Legend of Aelos' so stream at 3 p.m. Yes. Eastern Standard Time. And uh, in between those times, see you on Discord and on Insta.
1: Yeah, everywhere.
3: Show your friends and family that you love them be kind to one another
1: always important
3: mm-hmm. one act of
1: kindness even if they thought
0: the last season of game of thrones was good which is a red flag you still gotta love them <laughs> no, listen
1: we all tried to justify that last season every single one of us said you know, hey, hey 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 in fact our dear uh, uh absent woody was for a minute he almost convinced me
0: mm-hmm.
1: but that's because he almost convinced himself
3: i i mean i was with woody watching the last season because that's when that's
1: when we lived in Harlem
3: and yeah it was it was a topic of discussion Mm -hmm.
0: All right, gang we will see you next week slash Sunday love you
3: thanks for listening Bards of New York streams on Twitch every Monday at 6.30pm Eastern Standard Time and if you have the means you can donate to the show through Twitch or through the link in the podcast description Any and all donations go directly into making the show as high quality as possible, and we appreciate any support you can provide, even if it's just a listen. Thank you so much. We love you. See you soon.